This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think people who've gotten the vaccine are going to... You either got it or you don't. I don't think there's much change in it anymore. I don't think there's somebody who's not vaccinated who's going to say, you know what, I'm going to finally get vaccinated. The reason I bring that up is because it was announced just a couple of weeks ago President Biden will uh, sunset the uh, national COVID emergency in May. But not included in that was the vaccine mandate for health care workers, which lasts until 2024. Other vaccine mandates uh, were struck down by courts or blocked or repealed including for you know large employers, military members, federal contractors, but not for health care workers. But my, my question is this. Should health care workers be allowed, if they're not vaccinated, be allowed to return to work or go to work? Because either we're dealing with a, co- uh, a worker shortage in nursing homes, in hospitals, And if you want people to work there, should you accept people who are not vaccinated? And my point to that is you're either vaccinated or you're not now. I don't think there's going to be a surge of people suddenly getting the shot anymore. The people who did not get it, I don't think are going to get it. And the people who have it obviously have it. They've got the boosters. It's time to move on because I don't think there's – there's the contention over whether or not somebody is vaccinated needs to end. I think we're at a place with the virus that we can do that. We can move along here and stop virtue signal, virtue, uh, virtue signaling one way or the other. Oh, I'm vaccinated. How come you're not, or I'm not vaccinated. I'm, I'm not a sheep. And that includes healthcare workers. If they're good workers and they're not vaccinated, maybe they should be allowed to return to work. 651-461-9226. I know it seems ridiculous that somebody who works in a healthcare field would not trust the vaccine, follow the science of the vaccine, and have it. I get it, too. But you know what? I'm not trying to change their mind anymore. So maybe they should be allowed to work. 651-461-9226. Text coming in already. No, the mandate should not end for healthcare workers. They're working around people who are more compromised. Someone says, you mean the fake vaccine? Sure, why not? 
Enough people will suffer from it in two to five years. Yeah, the fake vaccine. Thank you. Uh, Adam, anyone working in the healthcare system taking care of patients is required is required that they have to um, make sure they don't have tuberculosis. Uh, wait a minute. I'm losing this one now. I think flu shots and COVID shots should be mandatory for healthcare workers. We need to stop the COVID madness. Move on. Dave, um, when this... When you hear about this and you see that we have shortages for healthcare workers, does that need uh, supersede the need to have a vax to ensure that the people who are working on compromised people are vaccinated? If you're going to show me that, look, patient A is either going to get somebody that might be unvaccinated or B might not get near the level of care that they deserve and require, well, then I guess you take the unvaccinated worker possibility and you you hope for the best, right? (sighs) There's a large part of me that thinks healthcare workers in particular, it's probably important that they model good healthcare. Exactly. Certainly many don't. There are many healthcare workers that smoke. There are many healthcare workers Mm -hmm. that overeat or do other unhealthy things. And I, I doubt there's many patients that are going to, you know, be in the hospital and a nurse walks in and there's, hey, uh, by the way, are you a what's your vac right. status? Yeah. You know, so, but I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm okay with, with the mandate sticking around till at least 2024. Mm-hmm. But with that said, I, I do understand the fact that, yeah, it's hard to get people right now. Yeah. And nurses are struggling. We just had a strike over it. Uh, and, you know, nurses are are still and well, nurses and you know, many other professions within a within healthcare and within the, you know, a hospital or clinic environment still struggling to have the bodies they need. So that's an issue if you can say, look, we're gonna be able to bring this many people back into the workforce just by eliminating it, yeah. then maybe you have to do it. I mean that I don't want this to make it sound like I'm suggesting that the vaccine is not effective or did not work, and therefore let's just give up. But my point is I just do not see – and this is early on. I, I mean, I, I, to assume that we're going to convince more and more people to get vaccinated, I just think we're past that point, especially now that thankfully the situation with covid I know people still die from it every day. I know that. I know people still get infected. But we're in a better spot than we were two years ago. And I think I just don't see how we convince more people to get the vaccine. And the the damage done between the people who are getting the vaccine and not and the, the stress and the, the problems that is caused in this country I just see this as an avenue where we can move forward again. But somebody texting in, I'm a doctor. Adam, really? We have to be vaccinated for everything. COVID should not be excluded. Changing the policy now sets a precedent for future virus issues. Well, let's talk about that for a second, about future virus issues. And do you have any hope that what we've gone through over the last three years somehow uh, we've learned lessons where the God forbid we get another virus that oh yeah we'll handle this one a lot better. I I have I have, I have zero faith in that. I can tell you what Doctor Olster. That's what I'm thinking of. What told talk, Chad yeah. the last two times he's been on. Chad has asked him that very question: How much better prepared are we for the next possible pandemic? 
as we were for COVID-19? And the answer has been the same. Chad, we are probably worse off as far as preparation. <laughs> How is that We're possible? certainly not any better. We're probably worse. And why is that? It's because of misinformation. It's because people just don't trust science and they don't trust what they're hearing from doctors. And I get that. And I guess, am I giving up by saying that we should allow unvaccinated people work in the healthcare field? Maybe I am. But at the same time, I'm wondering, how do we get past this, this area we're in where it's just we're pitting citizens against each other because of this. That's well, one of the first texts you read there. You know, the two to five years. You know, <laughs> yeah. the vax is going to get you in two to five years. Yeah. Wait, who told you that? Exactly. How did they know that something in the future mm-hmm. was going to happen with a vaccine that's new? I mean, just the fact that that is to that texter and thousands, hundreds of thousands, right. millions of others, that's truth. And even that if, is God's honest truth, right? right that what—that's what we're dealing with. Yeah, that's what we're dealing, and th- that's why there's just a certain amount of people in this country that are absolutely never, ever, ever going to get the COVID vaccine. So be it. So let's move on. Okay, you're not going to get it. Great, but a mandate to force those people to get it to work in healthcare—that doesn't mean that a private healthcare company who's hiring people can look at. That application and ask that person who's applying, are you vaccinated for COVID? No, I'm not, and I will refuse to. Okay, maybe we don't hire you then. Or maybe you're not going to work in this particular area. But we need a – and they can continue to do that. But do we need a a government mandate to force that to happen? Where in other areas maybe um, with people who are not as vulnerable – where they need bodies just to work at places right now to get through the shortage, should they be allowed to hire people even though they're not vaccinated? Maybe it's time. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Lots of texts coming in, but I'd love a phone call on this if you think I'm crazy here and just giving up. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm just tired of that. But um, I don't know. I think it's time. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Your calls and texts next. Your Linda's Construction Time Check 152. Time to save on infinity for Marvin Windows with 50% off installation labor. Let me be clear here. If I'm in the hospital getting treated for anything and my doctor or nurse comes in and says, uh, you know, if it comes up and it's like, hey, I'm not vaccinated, I'm not sure I really want to trust that doctor or nurse who says uh, who is staunchly against the vaccine. I'm not sure that uh, I think I'd want a doctor or a nurse who is vaccinated. And that doctor who texted in clarifying to work in most patient care, you already need to prove your vaccination status, which kind of is my point that if you're a, if you're a reputable healthcare system, aren't you really, don't you want your employees to be vaccinated anyway? And aren't the ones who are working there probably vaccinated? And if, if there are some employees who are not uh, refusing to work there because they're not vaccinated or can't work there because they're not vaccinated, but you need people. Do you find spots for them where they're not dealing with directly with patients, so they're not in more critical areas? I just think we can trust our healthcare providers on that. Uh, Adam has called in from Robbinsdale on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, how's it going, Adam? So, I was 
my wife had a procedure done last year at Mayo and had a follow-up uh, this last month, a year later, and there is a huge shortage. And it's not just nurses, though. It's the people that move people around in wheelchairs. It's people that, you know, work at the checkouts and stuff like that. So maybe we do need to relax that. And, but when you're filling out your paper form uh, as a patient, there should be maybe a box checked. Do you want someone that's vaccinated? Or, or are you comfortable maybe with someone that's not vaccinated in your presence yep. during your time here? And that way, because again, it's not just nurses, it's everywhere. We had to wait for like an hour for someone just to push her down the hall, you know, because they mm -hmm. don't have enough people um, down there. So that's, you know, the fact that they're not vaccinated to me blows my mind, but it's maybe time to ease the um, ease the issue of the shortage by doing that. Yeah. As much as I hate to do it, but it's maybe a necessity. Thank you, Adam. Uh, Adam uh, from Robbinsdale on the phone call. And that was my point in starting to talk about this is just that it's not to say that, well, the vex, you know, vaccine mandates aren't the way to go. It's time to I'm just, to me, this is one of those points where if we really examine the people who are not vaccinated by and large, will they ever, what will convince them to do that? The fact that they're missing out on a career in healthcare Maybe, but at this point, do you think that really matters at this point? Might have mattered two years ago or a year ago, but not now. I mean, aren't we at a place possibly that we can say, yeah, we don't need it. If, we, if, we, if, if there are areas of health care that need workers, especially areas where, you know, you can be a health care worker and not directly deal with patients all the time. I mean, it's it's kind of foolish to think that we're only talking about doctors and nurses who are dealing on a daily basis with patients. And the vast majority of those folks are vaccinated already. So again, I don't, I, are they going to suddenly decide, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get vaccinated here. I'm not sure. Eric is on the phone. Eric's called in. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah. Hi, your previous caller that just called in. What he's describing is every business in America, that's there's not enough people to work. It's yeah. not just a factor of right. uh, not being vaccinated. So, I mean, you're probably still not going to have enough people, even if you allow what he just said to to happen. If you you know start letting unvaccinated people work, you're still not going to. Still going to be short. Correct. Yep, Eric. Thanks for the call. That's another great point too. Is exactly. like just, just maybe there's <laughs> that it's not the vax that's it's not the vaccine mandate that is stopping healthcare workers from. Um, being hired and filling spots. It's just that we've got a worker shortage in all um, walks of employment. Uh, we'll take a break here. CBS News on the way. Don't forget the uh, new gambling bill introduced today. Senator Matt Klein, who is the Senate author of the new gambling sports gambling bill, will join us at 235. We've got a little uh, fun and frivolity coming up on next on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 